Delano's Top of the Week. Every Monday, Delano join us in the studio for their Top of the Week, where we talk through one story that's in the headlines in the news at the moment. We have a look at some events that they picked out for listeners to look forward to in Luxembourg, and there's always a personal pick at the end. I'm joined today by Theodore Georgiev from Delano. Good morning, Theo. Thank you very much for joining us today in the studio. Morning, Tom. How are you doing? I'm very, very good. Thank you. Uh, it's International Women's Day tomorrow, and the topic that's up for discussion today is the demonstration that's going to be happening in Luxembourg City, which I believe has uh, faced some problems in their organization. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, they have actually. The uh, JIF, uh, Luxembourg, who is the association organizing the protest, uh, named after Journée Internationale des Femmes, or International Women's Day, wanted to do their uh, traditional route where they start their march from uh, the Gare train uh, train station to Place d'Armes. However, uh, initially they were denied this route and they were set to protest only in a designated zone between Glassis and uh, Kirchberg. And the reason for that was actually the anti-vaccine protests uh, getting out of hand earlier um, this year and, 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 and last year. And that was generally seen as quite unfair because um, the JIF protests, uh, which have been, uh, this, this will be their third one. So the, the previous ones that they've had have generally went down very calmly, very respectfully of all rules and regulations set by the government. And in comparison with the anti-vaccine protests, uh, many of the organizers felt like that was they were being punished for someone else's um, mistakes. But anyway, on to the more important uh, things. What are they protesting about? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so their, their, their demands generally uh, include um, the, the starting from the mo- most complicated things and where gender-based violence is uh, not recognized or, or penalized and the feminist side, which is the murder of women um, with uh, motivation because of their gender. So this is not something that is um, in, in Luxembourg's penal code or, or in the legislation in general. So they want this to be recognized as it is a problem. And another, another thing that they, they, they really want is a legal recognition of psychological violence and a 24-7 helpline for victims of such abuse. So the, the possibility of criminal prosecution and registration of genealogical and obstetric violence is the second really important point for JIF and for feminist movements uh, all over and especially in, uh, in, in Luxembourg and Western Europe. But what is obstetric violence, right? It's it's something that not a lot of us know exactly what it is. It's a uh, physical, sexual, verbal uh, abuse by medical staff that um, women giving birth have to endure sometimes. And the thing is that it's this is something that is not really spoken about uh, a lot, so it's not something that people know about, but it can even get uh, as far as women being forced into procedures against their will at the hands of medical personnel. So this is definitely an important point to, to, for JF to defend and, and for anyone who, who wants to go to the march to support them in giving their voice. Um, in, in, in addition to that, their, their third major point is, um, uh, of course, free choice to give birth where, where, where and however uh, women want but also uh, the active fight against all forms of violence 
in particular against members of the LGBTQ community. As uh, JIF explains it, uh, a lot of the motivation for um, violence or discrimination against the LGBTQ community has similar motivation as the one for discriminating women because it's um, very related to the idea of uh, domination and or uh, dom dominating someone for for their uh, for them uh, for some people considering that these people uh, that, that people from the LGBT community or, or women supposed to have a certain role or um, really not not have a choice in how to um, <clears throat> behave themselves and um, also a first aid system for trans and non-binary people who are victims of gender-based uh, based violence is also their final and, and, and quite important uh, uh, point okay. of DJF. And they've been restricted uh, this year from taking the normal route that they, they take mm -hmm. from the gal into town uh, and they've protested that decision. Has there been any change there or are they still going to... Yeah, now they can um, because last Tuesday, I believe... Um, the government announced that they will be able that this ban in in Luxembourg City will essentially be lifted, and it comes uh, at a good time because, in fairness, um, the, the government would have looked would have really sent the wrong message, uh, considering that last Friday they also uh, presented uh, their proposal for scaling down COVID restrictions. So if they were to sort of not allow people to protest because of, of previous protests or because of, of COVID reasons or because of the anti-vax protests getting out of hand, this would have looked pretty bad, uh, to be fair. And But thanks to, to JIF and, and, and some political parties and trade unions putting pressure on the government, they are allowed to take their uh, traditional route, which has a symbolic uh, reason for them, of course. Mm. Because they will uh, protest in front of important governmental structures rather than being sidelined to uh, glasses. You mentioned there the list of issues that they're going to be protesting, uh, one of which was inequality in workplace and a gender mm. pay gap. How big of a problem is that actually in Luxembourg? Um, it, it is a problem, uh, definitely. It's certainly not as big as in other countries. It's uh, certainly a problem. But what um, what is important to take a look at is also what types of professions uh, women are uh, working in mostly, uh, especially during the pandemic, we sort of, uh, the, the general consensus was that there were these uh, professions that were not being paid well enough or, or valued uh, well enough, such as um, people who work as nurses or midwives, educators, uh, cleaners, care home workers, social workers. And in the majority, statistically speaking, a lot of these uh, people who work there are women. So yes, of course, the, um, 20, in 2021, Luxembourg posted good numbers in terms of recovering from the pandemic, thanks in part to its financial sector, which um, accounts to one third of Luxembourg's GDP. But we can all agree that all of these people who, who were at the front lines of the pandemic need to be um, uh, remunerated uh, accordingly and uh, considering that most of them are women uh, and they've been forced to work long hours uh, and and to shoulder a lot of the weight uh, there definitely needs to be um, a bit of a, more of a focus on that.
Okay, so this march is happening tomorrow uh, at 5 p.m. and starting from Place de la Gare and then following the traditional route that it has in mm. past years. Uh, can anybody show up and take part in the march? Yes, absolutely. It's um, for anybody. The only thing that um, is, uh, is expected is to uh, sort of um, uh, not uh, to respect uh, the sanitary restrictions currently still in place because this, this new law is, uh, has only been tabled now, but it hasn't been um, you know, uh, voted in. But the only thing that they ask is for people to be behaving accordingly and to um, go with all the governmental uh, rules and regulations. But anybody is free to join men, women, um, anybody, however they ident identify or um, families, um, really, irrespective of, of a person's age, I think anybody has is, is welcome. I've been to these protests before, and they generally have a really good atmosphere. Okay, that's happening tomorrow uh, from 5 p.m. If anybody wants to find out more, they can search for JIF Luxembourg on Instagram or go to Freistreich, uh, F-R-A-E-S-T-R-E-I-K uh, dot L-U to find out more. We're going to go to a track now, and then when we come back, we're going to be looking at some events that you've got lined up for the week. I'm back in the studio right now with Theodore Gorgiev from uh, Delano for the top of the week. We're now going to have a look at some events that Theodore's picked out for uh, listeners to look forward to this week. What do we got? That's right. We got three events. Uh, first, uh, starting right away with an event tomorrow, sort of linked to what we were talking about. It's a um, right here next to where we are at uh, our, our studios. It will be at Rotonde. So it will be... Um, uh, Queer Looks organizes a screening of experimental feminist short films. So it will take place uh, tomorrow from 7 to 10. And uh, this initiative is funded by the Ministry of Culture and the event runs under the COVID check system. Uh, regarding which films will be on it, uh, you can take a look at Queer Looks's uh, Facebook page and see their lineup. Now, the second event that we have for you today as, as a proposal is uh, Luxembourg City's Film Festival um, screening of a documentary film called Making a Mountain. It presents the project designed by architectural firm BIG for a waste to energy plant. And um, it's a very unusual one, very uh, uh, futuristic, if you will, or very forward thinking. It's um, a waste to energy plant in Copenhagen uh, by uh, Björk Ingels, I've probably butchered the pronunciation of that person's name, um, but um, a, this, this project combines waste management, urban recreational space, and it's really quite interesting. So without giving too much away about it, it will be screened on the 8th of March from 8.45 to, to, to 10.30. Uh, and our third proposal for you is the spring break event which um, will take place at Lux Expo in uh, Luxembourg City. Uh, it is intended to celebrate the start of spring. It features around 100 stalls with different products and services, and not just trade fair, but it also has gigs, BMX, um, athletes, arts, workshops, conferences, and escape games, and more. So that's at Lux Expo in Luxembourg City on the 10th of March starting at uh, noon and it runs until 7 p.m. Right. And all of these events can be found on the Delano website in the agenda section of your website if anybody That's wants right. to find them and head through to find more details about those. Finally, we've got a personal pick uh, from you, Theo. What's the personal pick this week? Yeah, what I've picked for you today is a song from Stromae's new 
album and we've had to wait for this album for quite a while because he was sort of on a bit of a break so this song is called Pas Vraiment and it's a really nice tune to get the day going. Brilliant, this is Theo's personal pick for this week's Delano Top of the Week. It's the new single by Strome, Pas Vraiment. Thank you very much for joining us today Theo. We'll see one of y- you or one of your colleagues from Delano next week for another Top of the Week. Thanks Tom, have so a good have one. A, yeah, you have a good day too.